on the 307th episode of the 365 Mercy Center Show, uh, we're looking at people, cards, and Viva Connections, where you can search from the dashboard. I'm enthused about that. <laughs> We've got Microsoft Search, and uh, something that Daniel and I had to scratch around and try and find before we could actually comment about this message, but it's in our headlines anyway, video search and bang. <laughs> and lastly... Um, this is one I think we're going to talk about for a bit. Viva Connections, uh, rather, Microsoft Viva refreshed landing experience for Viva Connections on desktop. Sounds like a mouthful, but you'll see when we get into the episode. Let's roll it. Welcome to the show, everyone, um, and thank you, hello, Daniel, hello. for... Always joining me and doing this battle every week as we either are overwhelmed by so much to talk about or we look and we go, uh, how do we prepare people for that change when we're not even sure what We are two gladiators in the Colosseum of messages for ah. you, the people. So what's the quote then, Daniel? What's the quote? Are you not informed? Uh, you, you, you must be informed after this. Yeah. So, I don't know. You just said you're not we entertained. Battle, so, yeah. You said <laughs> we, ba we battle, so I figured we were gladiators. So, um, that was a good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, everybody. Uh, can't you tell? We're going to give you some value here today. So, why don't you give us a thumbs up on this video? And if you are listening to the audio podcast, why don't you go ahead and give us a, a five star rating if you're so inclined? Uh, make sure you are subscribed so you get a notification of whenever we post a video or the audio podcast. Uh, we'd, we'd love to have you around regularly. And make sure you comment. Give us your comments. Give us your feedback, your yeah. thoughts on the things we talk about, maybe the things we don't talk about. Hey, you missed this <laughs> message, and I think that's important. We'd yep. love to hear that, too. And the comments, right, Daryl, as well as on the socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the socials, uh, we deliberately engaged in one or two of the things that, that appeared in the message center this week. And we did have a good chat with friends and family. <clears throat> family in terms of, you know, the family of people that want to be informed about okay. what's happening in right. Microsoft 365. Yeah. You people. Yeah, you people you out people. there in the podcast world, podcast land. Yeah. So, speaking of having uh, messages and and doing those mm. privately, but you didn't. We didn't. This is a terrible transition. This is terrible. Let's talk about I'm how here. we can engage. I'm here for your bad segues. <laughs> Let's talk about how we can engage less on Viva Engage. <laughs> totally. What a great way of putting it. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, um, this is. Like, let's just say that it could be significant to some organizations. To guide them towards something. Viva Engage Admin Center Toggle to disable private messages within your network. MC683037. Uh, after the 20th of November, you're going to have this toggle. What does this toggle allow you to do? Turn off private messaging in your, in your engaged network. Uh, and you, maybe, maybe you want to just narrow down the number of places that you can have private messages. And you want people to do this in, well, the message to, puts it as, uh, where is it, like other chat experiences. But I think what they really mean is we think you should be doing this in Teams chat. Uh, 
so that's that's what it is. It's about turning off that option, and um, then you're able to just guide people through to the alternate experience. Uh, if this toggle is selected, users will lose access to all of their private messages. So this is something you have to be considerate of, that it's not that you turn it off and people can go back still and see everything from that point backwards and recall and talk about stuff. No, uh, no. you just won't see that feature anymore. Like, it's gone. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it means, though, that it'll be recoverable or you can go and see it but well, it, it looks like the content remains ingested in e-discovery right yeah it's discoverable but i'm not entirely sure you're going to be able to go back at at all except for doing a search that way in mm. in those products so um yeah i <clears throat> you know i think daryl this addresses two things for me one is that what to use when you know why? Yeah. Why would I use D, you know PM here, private message here? Why would I use a chat and team? Like, when would I use one of those? Um, mm -hmm. But the other is just remembering where you had that conversation. You know, someone sends yeah. you a message. You're like, wait, didn't we talk about this? And you go in Teams and you're looking, and I can't find it. Well, mm -hmm. oh, it's because it was over in Engage when we were having that pr private message. I. Um, I, think I don't recall it, Daniel, if, if, if like, because we get this anyway on socials and in our <laughs> kind of like public sphere that we have the discussion and the product that we're currently in. Mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm in X, and I might DM you because that's what I want right. to refer you to a post or something. I might be in Messenger and I'll do it there. Um, and by removing the private messaging from the engage experience then we need to do it in this other choice or other choices that we might have teams chat for example yeah well how do we how do we bridge that gap Transition. i've seen a conversation yeah. and engage do i copy the link and do the manual thing or is there going to be a button eventually that says discuss this in teams chat see that that's where i was going i i think it could be interesting if they if they enable that i don't know if they're going to or not i have no idea but that would be interesting it, very interesting a lot because you know with Viva Engage and Teams they don't meet <laughs> they're they're mm. like those feuding cousins I mean they're not but I mean you, you know you can't have a an, an Engage community with a team in a group right in a, in a 365 group you, you get one or the other you don't get both um yep you know those kind of things so you know, with them being that separate, it would be interesting if they brought them together in that way where there's a flow of, hmm. well, you click on someone's name, you want to send them a message, okay, and it, it pops up Teams with a chat ready to go yeah. to that person. That would be cool. I, I don't, obviously, I'm not seeing that in this and it probably won't be available anytime soon, but hey, feature request, Microsoft, go ahead and throw that on the, on the pile. We know you're listening. We know That's you're right. listening. So this this uh, change, when will it happen? Um, the toggle will appear as of 20th of November. That's quite a specific time. Yeah. But yeah, look out for it yes. if this is going to be something of interest to you. And, you know, make that feature request to bridge the gap. So uh, what can I say, Daniel? This is this is really the thing that I really want to talk about with you. And that is... Okay. That is you know, it's it's about a refreshed experience in Viva Connections. 
Um, Let's get to it. Okay. So this one is Microsoft Viva. Refreshed landing experience for Viva Connections desktop MC682306. So this has been alluded to. Uh, you've, you've seen actually this screenshot in some of the presentations Microsoft has given. We talked about last week a being able to theme, you know, Microsoft Connect, or I'm sorry, Viva Connections sites and everything with one theme. And, um, and so it was kind of alluded to there and talked about. So this new desktop refresh for Viva Connections is, uh, I will, I'll, Go ahead and say, I like it in that it's pretty slick. Like it's it's fresh. It has. I think they've done a good job with the uh, background uh, coloring. You know, they've separated the sections well, uh, and it, it looks it looks kind of slick. Um, you know, and it's highlighting the um, the announcements at the top. It's highlighting news. It's got the dashboard. Um, it, it is all. Um, it's very much, uh, I think, fresh, and it, and it feels fresh to me. I, I, I say all that. Also, uh, for those that don't know, I really didn't like the first version of the um, the default experience in Viva Connections. Um, now, I don't think this makes me into someone who goes like, "Oh yeah, this is the way you should go. You shouldn't use SharePoint as your home site," but. Um, I, I do like the new fresh look of it now that, so with that said, let's talk about some of this functional changes, shall mm -hmm. we? Um, we shall. one, th <laughs> one thing that I do like is that new look that of the, the kind of that hero experience at the top with, with, uh, information. Um, so that, that is nice. It has org news. Uh, it's the connections feed into that viewport is what they're, they're calling it. Um, and <clears throat> I, I like that. Um, but before you get to that, uh, one thing you'll notice there's, it's like a tabbed experience at the top mm. that sh there's a tab, a second tab of feed. That's right. They have removed the feed, the the um, your uh, connections feed from the home page, uh, from this home page of, of Viva Connections, and now it's in this second thing. So if you want to see the feed, which frankly is a lot of the customization, the targeted of content, right? Because it's your feed, so mm. you have to click that now instead of it being on the on the page. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. Uh, I hate clicks. I hate extra clicks. Um, the the other thing that is happening is it, it the resources. You'll you'll go oh there there's the resources which is the um, those are the links that is navigation right? Mm -hmm. No. Um, so resources is a new um, section that is flexible and allows you to use it. But at, at the bottom of this message, though, it tells you if you want to transfer your existing links from your global navigation to the new resources section, then here's all your steps you have to take. 
So, um, yeah, it that's not one and the same. No, that that part is the part where it's a bit confusing because they're actually changing it, uh, the functionality a bit on that. Um, so it for me, it's going to be um, that place where you can create those links that are going to be important to you for your organization. It's kind of like that that um, link uh, farm is what I've called it before. You know, um, working with organizations, they want they want a place for people to go and have mm. all the links to all the stuff. You know that that yeah. you know that is available to them, all the apps and everything. So you can um, have those links, and then you can have. Uh, there's going to be a maximum of forty eight that you can have. So that's. I that's see. There's a, lot a of show links. more thing yes. that you can click on, and I've got to expand that section. I guess. Yes. Um, so this is a change, right? That you're going to have to go through. Um, to figure out how you're going to use this and, you know, how it differentiates between the, the navigations and the global navigation and how well, where, where's this. the, where is the global navigation then in this? Well, it's still in the same spot of, you can click on the, the Viva connections oh, yeah, yeah. app icon, yep. right? And yep. to go to that. And then it'll come out as a panel. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but but so, what we know of as resources in the mobile experience is right. not going to be resources in it. Well, not here. It's the same thing, but it's not the same thing. Right. Uh, it is apparently not the same thing. And so hmm. just I think it's going to be important to read more about this, um, which actually don't look for a read more bit link in this message at all. Cause there isn't one. So there's no additional information like to get more, you know, insights into this. Um, so there's some changes here. Again, at first glance, I like, I like the way it looks, but then there's some definite changes. that are going to change the way organizations are using this. Um, then there comes to the rollout of this. There's two phases. Yes. Daryl. Well, yeah, this is the first time I've ever phases. seen any kind of rollout like this before. So there's going to be yeah, a first phase phases? rollout. There's well, the difference between the phases. Well, they have different names and they have different mm. timelines. So okay. that that's it. That's all I know. <laughs> the phase not, not features. One, the phased right. one rollout is expected to start early November and and be completed by mid January. And then phase two rollout is expected to start early February and go through late March. Um, I don't know what's included in phase one and what's included in phase two. No clue. Mm. We don't know if they're groups of people or feature sets or, you know, like maybe phase two could be the transformation of resources into this new form of resources, but we don't know. Right. We don't know. And this will, for those change agents out there, you know, if you're trying to help your organization understand this and use this, um, that's going to be the tough part because you're going to have to communicate, mm-hmm. hey, things are changing and you're not going to be able to say these things are changing at this time and then these things are changing at this time. You're just going to have to say these things are changing and it's going to be a phased rollout from 
early November to late March and just know that it's changing. Um, as administrators, you're going to have to hit up this resources bit and you're going to need to do it now. Um, you know, for it to be available for, if you want to have those resources be the same links as global navigation, you're going to have to go follow this process to get those all set up, um, and be, be the right ones that you want. Um, but it, it is my understanding that they're not going to sync in the future. So if you mm. change them in one, you're going to have to change them in the other. Right. Um, so just know that that's what's happening. Um, more in this space and I'm sure it'll become a bit yes. clearer when Ignite comes out maybe gives us yeah. a bit more detail like what does this feed page look like yeah indeed hmm. and um, so what you can do in the meantime is fire up a whiteboard and uh, then go and um, you know maybe share it with specific people oh, that's you a could. terrible transition you, you that really can. no no that's, that's I'm sorry very, people very that's specific. terrible oh my gosh Whiteboard, specific people, share link fallback, MC682305. We add a whiteboard to a meeting, we add a whiteboard to various different places, and um, we usually, by default, it may share with your whole organization. And that, that's super convenient, right? Because it means you could invite people in to be part of the whiteboard collaboration. Uh, but for some organizations, the company-wide sharing link, the, the option to share with everyone across the org has been turned off. Uh, and this is you know, maybe for security reasons to make sure that things aren't being overshared, that when you do share, it's only for specific people and you don't have to think about these org-wide links that are hanging around out there that, that might be sharing stuff uh, too widely could be quite important in a whiteboarding sense because you might be um, brainstorming some new strategic things and uh, you don't want to necessarily share it with everyone and make it available to everyone. So if you're an organization that's turned that off, uh, up until this point, whiteboard doesn't know how to handle that. Uh, you you know, would go to share and be like, oh, I don't know, and there'd be an error. Um, so now this is a fallback where... Uh, if you are an organization who's turned off company-wide sharing links, then it will go fall back to specific people, which actually I feel, Daniel, uh, should be the default. If you're in a meeting and you're sharing a whiteboard mm -hmm. with the people on that meeting, then it should default to specific people anyway and uh, and gather together all the people that are on the meeting and say, here's your roster of people that this is, this is shared with. I would think um, that's the most frequent used scenario of for whiteboard yeah. is you're working with a team, small team, big team, whatever you're working with a team, whether it's meeting focused or not. So shouldn't it be, you know, focused on sharing with specific people. So mm. it seems logical to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe it comes to play uh, where it gets a, a bit harder to do that when you've got a, a whiteboard as a tab in a team Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that list of specific people, if it's a large team, it can be quite unruly. Sure. But it's good to see that default is going to fix that scenario, um, where if you've turned the company-specific link off, it will fall back on specific people. Um, 
so that's rolling out mid-October. So that's already happening and will be finished by late October, which is next week. Now. It's now-ish. Yeah, now-ish. Um, now Daniel, sometimes I, I need to I need to um, search for people as soon mm. as I open up my my team's experience of Viva Connections. Mm -hmm. Have you got mm -hmm. something for me? I do. You know, for all those people that want to, you know, they say, where are my people at? Well, I can help you with that. People search card in Viva Connections, MC682303, and it's exactly what the title says. There's a new card. That's those dashboard cards, right? There's a new card that's going to be available that will be called People Finder. So it's going to be a people search card, um, and you're going to be able to search for people. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, there's not much here. Um, so you're going to be able to search, you know, it's going to be uh, intelligent. You know, you type a first name, which I think is showing here in the screenshot. You type a first name, it's going to suggest this last name. I mean, you know, it's going to have that type ahead kind of intelligence. You know, the, um, the top hit for, for Kristen Patterson is yes. Kristen Patterson. Indeed it is. <laughs> it very much. They got it right on spot. And so you're going to be able to connect. Now, what happens when you click on that person? Um, that's a very good question. We don't know. Uh, mm. You know, what do we get if you hover? I'm assuming if you hover, you're going to get some contact information. Now, that's an assumption. We, um, I'm saying all these things to kind of point out we don't have <clears throat> more information here, and I wish we did. I wish we had a little bit, but... It is rolling out pretty soon, so hopefully we'll have access to it pretty soon so we can quickly determine, do we need to add this to our dashboard in Viva Connections to you know allow people uh, access to mm. this? So um, you're going to be able to, because you're in uh, the dashboard, you'll be able to, you know, uh, it, it says here, connect using Teams chat or email. So I'm assuming that's what's going to pop up. You're going to be able to, you know, connect with them that way, but um, I'm... I would, you know, again, <clears throat> lots of assumptions here. I would assume it's the people card. Um, that's I, what I, I would expect. No, like because a, a lot of these these dashboard cards, when you click on them, they have like this sort of pop out, and it and it you know starts to pro provide other information or other ways to interact. Um, be nice. If it was the people card, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see because we don't know. Because it didn't tell us hmm. and didn't show us, but uh, hopefully we'll get access to that soon. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I think there's another way to find people though, and that's in search. And I'm wondering if we can find other things in search. Daryl, is there anything else we could find? In yeah, search? Um, that would be my my linking comment too. Daniel is nice to have a card that does this, but <laughs> if we showed people how to use the search box. Um, then we could have unified search, but yeah. let's let's continue with that thought. That uh, if you're an organisation that is using Microsoft Search, then maybe this will be useful for you. Video search in Bing, Office.com, and SharePoint. MC six eight one six eight one eight seven nine. And if you are using the uh, Bing search, and you, you click on the the Work tab to show work results. Uh, then you get this refiner down the side and video is there. Let's you focus in on video content and 
you can see videos from within your organization um that that's that's it uh it's i mean we had to hunt around a bit as we're preparing for the show like we weren't familiar with this view because we don't often go there ourselves uh but it's coming to being it's coming to office.com and sharepoint and i feel like you know that the screenshot is of the bing experience but mm-hmm. but maybe it's the office.com and sharepoint part which will show videos differently well yeah okay the thing that caught us off guard was the what is the experience that they're showing the screenshot and really what it is is when you do a search in, in bing and you have Bing for Enterprise, right? And and mm-hmm. you're you click on the work tab at the top, it takes you into that experience that they're showing there. Um, and that's was a, a little bit confusing. Um, as far as for video in s- search, it, it is there, and you're able to um, filter by type when you do a search like in SharePoint. Um, but I'm not. I don't think that's exact experience that they're looking for. I'm, I'm assuming now we, I'm, I'm doing a lot of assuming here today. Has you are, this? you are, man. <sighs> Again, with, <laughs> with the lack of detail, people, um, I'm assuming that they're going to add a search vertical in and, and make that available in the SharePoint experience, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'm assuming cause that, that would be the best way to do it. Uh, is to have that along with all files, sites, and people, and news, video, right? That yeah. that would be the best thing to do. Agreed. So that uh, is rolling out in, hang on, hang on, rolling mm. out in April in Microsoft Search? Yeah, they, is this they an started old message, this. Daniel? <clears throat> no, they started the rollout and... Uh, have not finished it <laughs> and so they're going to be finishing it very soon that's that's what's okay. going on here yeah okay it's a follow-up from from an april message it apologizing is, yeah. for the delay in communication mm-hmm. we're almost done and we are almost done daniel uh fill us in on what's happening in power bi and fabric yes um stuff's going to get removed and you're going to miss it <laughs> Changes to workspace retention settings in Fabric and Power BI, MC681890. Currently, when you delete a workspace, a workspace is the container uh, for your data sets and your reports and dashboards. That container, if you delete it right now, then it has a retention of 30 days before it's permanently deleted. Okay? Well, they're going to introduce a setting for admins to go into that to to change in the admin portal to be able to set that retention instead of 30 to 7 or to 90. So you can pick, you know, anywhere in there. You can pick a, you know, 63-day retention if if that's your fancy so that when a workspace is deleted then then it would then be permanently deleted 63 days later. Now, this does not affect the behavior of uh, workspaces in premium or fabric capacity. Um, And I'm not going to get into too much detail of what those are, but if you think about basically it's a a premium experience, you're paying more so you can have a dedicated capacity. And if you have that dedicated capacity, it's not um, 
going to be part of the setting um, that will be retained for 30 days before being permanently deleted. And that's the way it is. Okay. So you're not going to be able to change it. The, um, here's the thing though. The kicker is they're going to enable this, but the default retention is now going to be seven days instead of 30 days. Um, so just know that the, um, that is what's happening here is that it's, if you've relied on this as, Oh, it's there for 30 days and people know this and well, now it's going to change to seven. So if you wanted to retain it to 30, then you're going to need to change that setting to 30. Um, mm. so just everybody know you need to go in there and, and change it, basically change it back to 30. Um, because the default's going to be seven. Yay. Do you use recycle bin Daryl at all as an extra folder? Some I, I don't, do that, you know, but, but, but when I do, I expect to go in there and find stuff that's older than seven days. Um, mm. yeah, that's a short period. And if you don't change that default, like you said at the beginning, when you're introducing this message, it's likely you're going to lose stuff that you may not have intended to delete. Yeah. So <clears throat> I want to clarify one thing that I said earlier, uh, and I misspoke. So, uh, when I was talking about dedicated capacity, it's not that if the workspace is in dedicated capacity, it doesn't follow this. It's that if you delete a dedicated capacity, the functionality is that those workspaces are then moved to shared capacity. Um, so those in the power BI world, you know what I'm talking about work workspaces by default are in shared capacity shared across the um, the, the, uh, the service, uh, with everybody right across tenants. Um, so if that, that's what it's talking about. The dedicated capacity, if you delete that dedicated mm. capacity, then it just moves those workspaces into shared. It doesn't delete them is what it's saying. Right. So that's what it's talking about. Okay. And then my workspaces, which is the, your personal workspace that you get, everyone gets one whether you have a paid license or you have a free license to power BI, you get in my workspace, those will still be retained for 30 days. All right. So I wanted to clear that up. It's in the fog of power BI. I messed that up earlier. Will you forgive me please? Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Cause thank you. I wouldn't have the foggiest. Ah, look at you. Look at you. Well, that has brought us to the end, Daryl. Of just this episode, not like the end of everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's not just be so final. <laughs> right. To the end of this episode. Everyone, uh, thank you we, for being here and listening. But again, we'd like to continue the conversation through the week. Drop a comment down below. Let us know your thoughts on the, the topics that we pick, the messages, uh, things we didn't pick. If you want to discuss them, let's talk about them. Uh, hit us up on the socials. You can do the same there as well. We're on all the socials that matter. So hit us up. We'd love to talk to you about things. Are we on Blue Sky yet? Like I said, all the socials that matter. Okay. Yep. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for watching and listening. We really appreciate you. We really do. Uh, tell, tell somebody this week about the show. Would you? We'd greatly appreciate that. Of course we would. Yeah. And we'll be bringing value to you again in episode 308. 
Absolutely. That all depends, I guess, on what they pop into the message center. But we'll always we'll always bring some kind of value. We'll make right something there. up in here. We'll make something. We will. Up. We'll make something up. We'll if, announce if something. They that- <laughs> right. I mean, if they don't, then Daryl is going to sing next week. So if they don't put any good messages in, Daryl's going to give a concert. Yeah. So stay tuned. I do have a couple of parodies that uh, they're in the works. But yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. hope that something decent lands in the message center. See you again all next week, everyone. Bye for now. Bye.